there. Welcome to this edition of Car Smart Friday on the Shaleen Show. Put your seatbelts on. We are going for a ride. Welcome to the Shaleen Show. Shaleen is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. So today I am answering your questions, and these are really fun questions. So I posted this up on my Instagram stories. And I promised I would give you your answers. Some of these are really deep, but I'm excited to talk about this stuff. By the way, these are questions all that pertain to like being successful or like going for it. So the first question was, why do you think that people are afraid to go after their dreams? And I think the reason why people are afraid to go after their dreams is probably obvious. It's either they don't think they're enough They don't think that they are big enough, important enough, smart enough, that they're going to fail. And nobody wants to look stupid. Nobody wants to, you know, be vulnerable in that way. And so I think it's interesting that people don't go for their dreams. I think it's even more interesting when people don't have dreams or what they say that their dream or their goal is. It's like, dude, you're already like, that's just going to happen. It's like saying my goal is to someday be 51 years old. Like that's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like so often when I ask people like, you know, what do you want to do? Like how much money do you want to make? Or what would you like to build? How would you like to feel or look at things that they're already on pace for? That's not a goal. I mean, that's not something that pushes you. That's not something that stretches you. When I'm talking about dreaming, I mean, giving yourself permission to dream. Think about something that feels elusive, that feels difficult, that feels far, far away. Like Brett and I, when we were making our vision, you know, kind of like our five-year plan, if you will, and we were doing this as part of a mastermind group. Do you remember this, honey? Yeah. Well, we do it a lot, but I remember which one you're talking about, yeah. Like with the one percent or three percenters? Three percenters. Yep. We had this mastermind group that we formed where we invited, this is like the very first mastermind we did. I I think this is like 2009. We invited a small group of people all from different industries, but all, you know, business folks, but at different stages, like two of the gals had like a a spray tanning business they were starting together and there was a psychiatrist and uh, an inventor physical therapist physical therapist venture capitalist yeah venture capitalist it was kind of cool it was cool it was really really cool. cool but anyways we did this exercise together as a group and we all wrote down what we wanted our lives to look five years from that moment and Brett and I you know we wrote our own and then we were kind of comparing notes And one of our mutual dreams was to live on the ocean, like live on the ocean, or I should say on the ocean, near the ocean, on the ocean. Yeah, beach, like a beach house. A beach house, right. I don't know that I was picturing living on the ocean, but I was picturing (laughs) living like, you know, I could see it, right? Like I could walk to the beach. Yeah. And, um... Yes. And like, frankly, those homes here in Southern California, just to give you some perspective, the same house that you were to buy like in a nice neighborhood, but off of the beach, on the beach, it might be another add $5 million. Would you say that's about right? Yeah. Maybe add $4 million. Yeah. Depends on how big the house is. But yeah. Yeah. Typically, if you're moving towards the ocean, you have a view of the ocean and you're on the ocean, you're looking at, you know, four to six million in Southern California. Yeah. Four to six million dollars. In addition to like. That's minimum. Yeah. So 
picture your average size house in Southern California. You know how expensive that is. And now tack another four to six million on to the normal price tag just because it's on the ocean. So when we said that, when we put that in our five-year plan, like that felt very dreamy. It didn't feel like it was for sure going to happen. We weren't ready for it in the next year or two. That's for sure. Right. (laughs) And, you know, I said this today. I put that on paper, but I'm not going to lie and tell you I thought that was going to happen in five years. Here's how I create a dream. It's that would be super cool. I think it's within the realm of possibilities, but I don't know that it's likely. That's what I call a dream. A dream is something that's like, I don't know if it's like that likely to happen, but I can see that it's possible. That's a dream. And I think too many of us, too many of you, you say, okay, well, here's this dream, but you know it's very likely if you just put a little bit of effort into it. To come up with a dream that's really exciting is to put something on paper that you're like, that would be freaking unfreaking believable. And a little scary. And scary, yeah. yeah. Like to get to that point is gonna, there's gonna be some risk involved and there's gonna be some um, strategy and you really have to think about it. And I remember those three percenter meetings that we had to kind of correct a couple people because like you said earlier, they put down goals or crazy things that could happen in five years. And we're like, wait a second, you're already doing like, like you're already that, on right? pace like to already do that in the next that. year. Yeah, like it's it's almost like when you write down 10 That's things a, that you want to do tomorrow and one of them is brush your teeth. Yeah, it's like a small, <laughs> yeah. it's not even a dream. It's, it's going to happen. It's a small goal. It's not even a dream. So, so there you go. So the next question was, what is the difference between, well, okay, but this is kind of a like, she gives a little backstory and says that she regularly self-sabotages herself. So she said, I'm trying to figure out whether I have fear of failure or fear of success. Okay, so I don't know the answer and I do think they're different. Someone who has fear of failure, typically, and not always, in most situations, you have either really critical parents or critical people around you and so you're fear of failure is that you just want to be accepted and loved and when you messed up you didn't feel those things as a child usually sometimes fear of failure though is because you have so much success around you that you're afraid to fail because then you again you won't belong so I think fear of failure is our desire to belong our desire to have significance and we think if we fail that we'll be lesser yeah or like rejected or we won't be loved. We won't be accepted. I think that's where fear of failure comes in. Fear of success is different. Fear of success, in my estimation, is someone who, when they think about being successful, that means it comes with more responsibility, mm-hmm. expectations, mm-hmm. demands, change, and people are afraid of change, that if they are... Also, I think fear of success sometimes is that people think, well, if I'm successful, I'll have a lot of eyes on me, and then people will know that I'm a fraud. Yeah. So it can be some imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome, for sure. And... Like, if I get too big, I'm going to have too many eyeballs on me, and somebody, if not many people, are going to figure out, like, it's not real. Yeah. So if you think about both of those things, right, or, you know, fear of success and fear of 
failure, in either case, you just want to be accepted and you want to be loved and appreciated. You want to be enough. So the way you get around both of those is knowing that how other people feel about you has nothing to do with your worth. It has nothing to do with your value. You are enough, you're worthy, and you are significant because you're you. You're a child of God. So get over that. And I also think the only way that you can fail is by doing nothing. That's how you fail. And the only person you'll fail, the only thing you're failing is you're failing yourself. All right, next question. Shalene, I really have some big dreams and goals, but I don't want to let go of the security that I feel. And that security or my, quote, golden handcuffs are what hold me back from doing my own thing. Okay, well, I get that. And I don't know if this is from a guy or a gal. I can't tell from the username, but security is another natural human desire like we all want to feel safe so that's normal it's natural and I don't know your situation but when we want security it's oftentimes because we want to keep other people safe too so my recommendation is because you mentioned golden handcuffs so I'm assuming that means you have a well-paying career or job or position maybe it's even a well-paying business that you don't love and you wanna go do something else, here's my best advice to you. Friggin' do it. But don't quit that thing that provides your security. Is that what you're gonna say? 100%. Okay, what were you gonna say? Dabble. If you have some crazy thing, like if you're not happy with what you're doing, I'm gonna throw this out there, but you're making a great income or you are, you know, you're providing for a family and it's just not in the cards, but you know you're not happy, but you have this like, itch to do something amazing or you know that's different or different or something like that or you just have a great idea Mm -hmm. then dabble in it try it out because you know what it might not be it's that whole thing the grass isn't always greener type of thing and it might be one of those things where you start dabbling and you're like okay I'm glad I didn't go this way Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. this would have been a disaster if I were to quit this great Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm. so dabble in it see how it feels and then just go slowly Mm -hmm. because you don't always have to just jump all in to something that's so true you can dip your toe in that's right absolutely and and you can dip your toe in and realize like this ain't the thing but i at least i have the security of my job and i know this is going like way back but when we first were married i was working as a paralegal and Brett was off playing football. And actually, at this point, when we were first married... paid to play football. All right. Yeah, <laughs> which is true. But actually, when we first got married, you were done playing football yeah, then. Yeah, I was done playing. Yeah. And I was working as a paralegal. Mm-hmm. And I knew, I decided in my mind, oh, this is not my thing. I do not want to be an, an attorney. I thought I wanted all my life to be an attorney. And I had taken the LSAT. And I had moved to Southern California and I was retaking the LSAT and reapplying to law schools here in Southern California when I had realized I'd spent time in working as a paralegal in Michigan at law firms at the state capitol. And I had spent time now in Southern California working in a couple different law firms. And I'm like, 
One thing I know is I do not want to do this. It is not what I pictured in my mind. I am not inspired. I cannot stay awake at this. Like I literally would fall asleep on the job reading depositions. I was so uninspired. It just wasn't what I pictured. And I looked at, you know, and I'm sure there's people out there who love their work in the law, etc. But for me, I'm like, nope, this is not it. But I was making a great living. The attorney that I worked for was super cool. Shout out to Robert Tulin. He was super cool and amazing to work for. So I didn't want to give that up, but I also knew I wanted somehow to like do something full-time in fitness. And so instead of quitting, I started doing it dabbling. Like Brett said, dipping my toe in. I did a little bit before work, a little bit after work. Long hours, sure, but we didn't have kids. And then eventually I got to the place where I'm like, dang, I'm making more money as a, I remember a that. personal trainer than I am as a paralegal. This is crazy. I remember when that mindset. Because I was doing group fitness. Yeah, I remember when that mindset switched. Yeah. yeah. So I was doing group training and I'm like, okay, so I got to a place where I'm like, okay, I'm making enough money that if Mr. Tulin says no to what I'm about to propose, I think I'm going to go for it. But what would be ideal is if he says yes, and that will allow me to transition. So I went into my boss and I said, you know, I was wondering if I could work 30 hours a week instead of 40. And he wasn't crazy about the idea, but he's like, you're super valuable. We love you. And so we're going to do this. And so he let me work 30 hours a week, which gave me 10 additional hours to build my personal training business. And then it got to a place where I'm like, holy cow, this is so awesome. If I could just get in like five more hours of personal training, it'll replace my paralegal business. So I went to him and asked if I could work 20 hours and they agreed. I remember. And I was like, holy cow. And then once I felt pretty established, I didn't need to make any more shift. I just knew it's time for me to give my notice and go all in. So I recommend to people, if you're serious about it, get serious about your time. Focus your efforts. I stopped doing, you know, I, I worked through my lunch hour. I didn't do the frivolous things on the weekends. I really focused on building my side hustle until such time, not that it replaced my paralegal work, but so that I had enough to see that the potential was there. Yeah. People always ask, like, when do I have to wait until my side hustle replaces my income of whatever it is I'm doing that I don't love? I say, no, the time to jump is when you're like, I can see it's really possible. Yeah. If and I just spent the extra time mm -hmm. doing this, I was like, oh, this is going to be easy to make up that 20 hours that I'm going to miss. Plus the freedom of your mind being focused on just yeah. one thing versus one, two things. Yeah. That was So that would be my recommendation is it's not an all or nothing. You definitely, if you have the ability, dabble, but get really focused and really serious about your time. And you have to be strict like you are in the army like you are an army ranger shout out to pat sweeney you are an army ranger and you are disciplined and you do what needs to be done until you can make it happen that's a good question by the way i interrupt this car smart edition to give you a public service announcement some people might call this an ad i'm going to call it a public service announcement it is fabletics now the reason why i got on fabletics is because of y'all so I asked you guys what you thought of them because I kept seeing them on Pinterest and I was like, yeah, that price seems so low. Are they cheap? Are they any good? 
Do you know what I mean? And I asked my social media following, and you guys on Instagram were like, oh, Chalene, you're going to die. They're so good. So I ordered them, and I got a you know bunch of pairs, and I was blown away. And then I said to Brett, let's see if we can't, you know, hook everybody else up who listens to the podcast and spread the love. So that's what we've done. I'm happy to announce that Fabletics is a sponsor of the show. Love them. And I'm wearing a pair right freaking now. I'm telling you. And in fact, when I was at the gym, a gal walked in. I'm like, are those Fabletics? And she's like, oh, yes. And it's funny how people are like, you almost see it. I don't know why. I guess because most everyone had the same impression because we've seen them in advertised on Pinterest, etc. And we just wondered, are they any good? Because the discounts are so deep that you just wonder, like, how could a pair of yoga pants that are half the price of what you're going to pay at, you know, the places, how can it be as good? Well, they're, they're not. They're better than. Anyways, you got to check them out. Here's the deal. Two pairs for $24 when you are a new user, a new customer. So you just go to fabletics.com forward slash Shaleen, fabletics.com forward slash Shaleen to grab your two pairs for $24. And I'm telling you, the discounts are huge. You definitely want to become a VIP member. You're going to love all of their Fablex. My favorite are the, the, I think they're called Power Holds. Yeah. I think that's what they're called. But I love their high-waisted ones. I like the ones with the pockets on the side. I think they're called Solar. Solar. But it's ridiculous how many pairs I've ordered. And I've donated all of my other leggings from the expensive places. Because I just think these fit better. And they're nicer quality. And they're softer. And they're like like major compression. You won't have that issue with bending over or like seeing dimples and imperfections. I mean, not that you have any imperfections. But you know what I'm saying. You're going to love them. They're really that good. I swear. So go to fabletics.com forward slash Shaleen and let me know what you think. All right, next one. Shaleen, I've been trying to grow my social media and trying to start my own business, but at every turn, I see other people catching all the breaks, getting shout outs, being noticed, and I think some other shady things are going on. Everything I try seems to fail. And I'm not going to continue reading this because then we'll be able to identify this person or she'll be able to identify herself. But frankly, she goes on and on and on about all these different ways that, you know, she's been hit with bad luck over the last 10 years. And I'm looking for the question, but it really seems to me like this person is kind of going, sharing with me a detailed description of how crappy life has been for the last 10 years. So I don't see a question here, but I definitely see a tendency. And I'm just going to be honest with this person and anyone else. Because this is indicative of probably one out of ten messages I get is someone who's like telling me about all the wah, 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 wah. It's like, dude, you guys, if I read her handle name right now, you would not even believe me if I told you what her username is. Her username is the most negative, depressing username I've ever heard ever before in my whole life. So to this person and to anyone who thinks like, you know what, I've had a lot of bad luck. I just had bad luck after bad luck after bad luck. It's one thing to think that fleetingly. It's quite another when she's detailing that, she's writing that, she's identifying with that. She's attracting more of that ish into her life. I mean, even her username is saying, dear universe, I only see negative. 
please bring me more of it. What you focus on becomes your reality. Like this person, seriously, that you are taking the time to not only like rehash every negative thing that's ever happened to you, but you are pointing fingers like that. Your lack of success is because other people catch breaks. No, 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 no. Your lack of success, your hard times are look in the mirror It's because that's what you're attracting to you because that's all you focus on. It's what you talk about to your friends. It's what you think about. It's what you promote in social media. It's it's become their habit. It's become this person's identity. Identity and habit. I met somebody like this yesterday. You did? Yes. When I went to go get you a Pokeball. Okay. So I walked in. You didn't tell me this. No. And it was awesome because I didn't know you were going to tell this story. So there was two young children. One was wearing like a little star that was like, it's my birthday today, right? Okay. A star what? Like a hat, a crown? A little star, like sticker. sticker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she had her birthday party at her school. Okay. How old? Six. Okay. Right? And... You should see his eyes right now. They're like bulging out of his head. so good. So this lady, she's got to be mid to late 30s. Okay. I walk in and she's over there talking with the mother and the six-year-old about how she felt... Don't you dare say bullied. No. Screwed over because her birthday was in July so she never got to have a birthday party at her school and she was literally going on and on to the six-year-old. Oh, and she's in her like mid thirties, right? So I let her go on and on, and then finally she comes over to help me. And I was like, "Oh, if you see, so you, you couldn't have a birthday party because your birthday was in summer." And she's like, "Yes." So she starts getting into it with me. Uh-huh. She, it's her identity. It's her story. And I was like, "Oh, I don't even think they're allowed to do that anymore." Like in public school, she goes, "Well, I went to a private school, and everybody got to have birthday parties and blah 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 blah." I said, "Let me ask you a question." I said. um you actually had it better because they had to go to school on their birthday and you were in the middle of summer so you could do whatever you want for your birthday. And she started kind of like looking at me like, he kind of made some point right there. I was like, yeah, so it it's was perspective. Actually, and the next day I said, I said, she goes, yeah, but everybody got to like celebrate their birthday party and, and all the kids were all excited and stuff like that. I go, do you know anybody in that class that are you friends with anybody from that elementary school and stuff like that? She's like, no. And I go, well, then you didn't miss yeah, out on anything. You know what? It's, Guess what? She didn't hear a word you said. Yeah. Cause she's going to tell the next person that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And this gal who I'm responding to right now, she's not going to hear a word I'm saying either No, because it is all in your head. Like when you are focused on negative, you are attracting more negative and guess what else you're doing? You are repelling positive people. I mean, Brett picked up on the fact that this woman was negative from overhearing a conversation she was having with a six-year-old. You are sending off a vibration into the universe. You know, so there's magnetic forces and I believe we all have them. And some of us have a soul or an energy or whatever you want to call it, an aura that attracts others to us. And some of us have an aura or an energy or magnetism, if you will, that repels people. And when your vibration is that negative, you are repelling good and attracting bad. So what do you do about it? You become brutally self-aware and realize you are calling attention to this, you're focusing on it, you're rehashing it. When something negative happens to me, when something bad happens, I move past as quickly as possible. That's that's fact. The two most positive people I know on this planet, two people. Yes. You. Really? And my dad. Really? 
it could literally be raining, pouring rain out, and my dad's like, and we're let's talk sp- about me. I'm oh. just kidding. <laughs> I was going to give an example of my. Like, do do do. You know, he, it could be like pouring rain, and we have a barbecue that's in an hour. He's like, it's going to break. It will break. Trust me. It's going to break and it's going to be sunny and it's going to be beautiful. And if it's not, then we'll take it inside and it'll be just as good. He's always looking at. He's He's always like, everything's the best. Everything is going to work out. Everything. Get a gun. This is the best ever. Yeah. And you're the same way. No matter how like dismal it seems or how like, oh, this has just been such. You always can look like on the bright side. The lesson. Learn a lesson from it. It's going to be better next time. It's just, you're always positive. Oh, well, thanks. But you, you and my dad, for sure. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. People say, where does that come from? It's practice. It's putting on blinders and it's a choice. I choose to focus on the positive and whatever you focus on becomes your reality. So why would I not be positive when my reality is positive? My life is great. Even the horrible things that have happened are such amazing blessings because that's what I choose to focus on. And so therefore it is my reality and can be yours too. Well, this is really fun. I love these deep questions, you guys. I hope that this was helpful to you. We really appreciate you spending this time with us. By the way, I have been having so much fun asking my staff to read my favorite reviews from you and this next review is the winner of a marketing impact academy two thousand dollar scholarship congratulations to you wow why are you looking at me like that that's insane (laughs) we've been doing it once a month we've been giving away um, it's the first time I've ever been on a on a podcast well you know why because I didn't realize that we do it but we don't ever we never like announce the winner oh. on the podcast. We just reach out to them in social. And, and sometimes we have to reach out to a couple people because they don't reply. So we thought, you know what? From now on, let's just read the person's review and tell them that they won it on the podcast. And all you have to do is send an email to Kristen to verify that this is your iTunes review and collect your $2,000 gift. It's actually more than a $2,000 gift. Yeah, but I, I want whoever wins this. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, whoever wins this. Yeah. Prove the theory wrong. Okay. What's that theory? The theory is when you're I given something, mm-hmm. you don't do anything with it. It doesn't have the same free. value. It doesn't have the same value because you don't have skin in it. But we have gifted Marketing Impact Academy to people before mm-hmm. that have taken action and changed their life and yes. changed their family life and become a testimonial for us. Mm-hmm. So if we're gifting this to you and you accept it, then go for it. If you are gifted, exception. if you're gifted and you're like, it's probably not for me. Give it away. Give it away to somebody that yes. needs a business. Let us send you water bottles or journals or something else. If you're like, nah, I, you know, I, I don't need to change my life or learn how to build a business or anything like that. No, we will not be offended in the least. We would rather send you something that you'll use because, and, and then we can give this gift to someone else. Yeah. So that's a good point. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. And I'm also glad you're driving. Yeah. And I love your outfit today. Looking fly. Did you pick that out because you knew I would love it? I only picked it out because... For reals? 100%. When, when do I wear this? Ever. I just like layers. Like, I always want them to wear, like, you know, you know, like the guys on Pinterest. You know what I mean? With, like, what What are you looking at me because like that for? Because you like layers. Don't park here. You're going to have to park so I can get out in the morning. 
Oh, you leaving early? Yeah. So I'm gonna I, work out early. I'm you love layers, and uh-huh. I'm one of those people that is always, always warm. I know, but I think it looks cool when a guy wears like a t-shirt under a plaid and then a jean jacket over that. Like that is so cool. And right now I'm sweating just hearing you say <laughs> that. All right, we love you guys. Bye bye. Hi guys, I'm Lexi, Team Johnson's digital content strategist with today's review by Carissa Grinnell and it's titled Master of Life, aka Shalene Johnson. Carissa says, I look forward to starting every morning with Shalene. If you haven't listened yet, be prepared. You will need tissues. Yes, you will cry, either from laughing or from the real life stories she shares. One of the best choices I've made was to start listening to both of her podcasts. She inspired me to go back to therapy, to figure out my gut health, to share Jesus with others, and have fun, and much more. You won't regret listening. Do it. I dare you. 